1: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then, shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com. Com.
2: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
3: There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex-
1: The following program has been pre-recorded. Ron and Anian, what if I wanted to rent an electric vehicle?
5: She says, "Well, you can't." She said, "Budget, try the electric car routine." We've tried renting electric vehicles, and we just got too many calls from people that ran out of electricity in the middle of the cycle because they didn't understand how to rent them or where they rent them or they couldn't rent them or they couldn't drive far enough. I got
1: up, down, 49 Mercury Blues. Oh, yeah.
5: The car doctor. I've given Tom the day off, and I decided to take it as well. For a variety of reasons, one of which Tom's gonna to get to mention in the next 20 minutes. So, but uh, Tom knows one. Happy birthday. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian,
0: the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's
1: giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are
5: open. But I am here to take your calls at 855 560
0: 9900. And now. Happy Birthday, sweet
6: 16. Hey,
5: here's Ronnie. Oh, you shouldn't have. So, oh, to be 16 again. Actually, I wouldn't want to be 16 again, Tom.
1: No, 21 maybe.
5: 21 maybe. I want the wisdom not I want the wisdom of 50 at 21.
1: And you know, I'm actually very happy right now because on the video link we have going here, you're not wearing your birthday suit. Oh, well, that's right. I,
5: you know, <laughs> well, it's uh, you know, the thing is, well, that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing. I want to talk to I want to talk today about um we we've got a crazy great show again. You know, I I you know, by the way, Tom, I want to talk to see if you can get Len Suzio he was right. he was a member he was he was a member of the Connecticut state Senate um, he left office in 2019 but I'm reading a letter that he wrote or a, a statement where he talks about the electric car future and this guy makes so much sense and it's not because he's saying his appeal to me isn't that he's you know saying we're not ready for an electric car future. Here's a guy who's actually backing it with facts. What a concept!
1: Gee, did, did politician you, with facts.
5: Did, did you know? Did you know that Toyota? You might have heard of Toyota, right? They're a, They're a car company. They've been around a little bit. Little car company? Yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit of a car company. Toyota is saying and has been saying all along that we're not ready for an all electric car future now or by 2035.
1: You know what? I heard that the other day. I think it was part of a newscast.
5: And, and yet we're barreling along to do this. Y- you know, is is there a stupid pill or a stupid banner written across our forehead? Like, what are we thinking? And we're just going to do this. And you know, Toyota says no. Honda says no. You might have heard of Honda, right? They're they're right up there. They're they're just like Toyota. They're just like a big car company, right? Um, I I can't, the letter he wrote and the argument he makes, I would love to talk to this gentleman. I think he's, uh, I think he would be a great interview to get, you know, and again, we're looking for the facts, right? We're looking for the truth here. So we're willing to talk to anybody from any side of the table. You know, as long as, you know, the only thing we don't want to hear out of your mouth is that if you wrap your head in aluminum foil, you can charge the car electrically by putting your finger in the ashtray or the uh, cigarette lighter because the solar waves are going to, energize the battery we want truths here not uh, not nonsense so uh, we want to do that I've tried that it works <laughs> yeah it works it's once in a while I, re- I remember truth remember truth I think I was uh, I think I was 16. tonight I'm sorry today whatever day it is uh we're gonna be joined by Stephen Etheridge Stephen is uh he I, I love Stephen to death you know I've never met Stephen but I talked to him uh, you know over the past six months he's from Opus IVs and we have these great conversations about cars, repair, the problems in California, because he's California-based most of the time. And the things that he says, and it's just this rambling freestyle conversation. I said, you know, Stephen, I've got to get you on air. I, you know, I want to capture it for posterity, but also for the listenership. So I want you guys to hear that. And it, it, it's funny, right? I, I actually thought of interviewing Stephen when I was in the Gulf of Mexico two weeks ago, sea doing when the uh, when I lost the part. Well, what actually? I see Tom's laughing, but the, the truth is, you know, if, if you missed that show, I was on vacation and I was sea doing about a mile offshore off the coast of Southwest Florida, and and I lost the group, and 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 I was stuck out in the middle of the Gulf, and my I you know I've got a little paralysis in my right hand, my carpal tunnel was kicking up or whatever's going on there, and I needed to rest it for a minute, and I see a dorsal fin go by. And the first thought I had was, well, first, you know, first thought. uh, And then I realized it was a dolphin, not a, but, you know, all of a sudden you see this little fin come up and you're like, uh uh-oh. But I said, you know, I need a bigger boat. I said, I've got to get out of this problem. I need a bigger boat. And for some reason in my mind, it triggered Maybe maybe it's my safe place. Right. You know, you kinda when you're a mile offshore all by yourself in three foot waves on a sea do with something circling. Uh, maybe you go to your safe place. It made me think of Opus, you know, getting out of trouble. And I, I said to myself, you know, Opus is kind of like the bigger boat. Uh, and it's funny because I mentioned it to Stephen uh, the other day when we were talking about doing the interview that we're going to do at the bottom of the hour today. And I said, Stephen, did you ever think, you know, that in auto repair, you've always you always need a bigger boat? And he said, Ron, when it comes to diagnostics, you want to go for the biggest boat right off the bat. It just makes life a whole lot easier. So um, Stephen gets it, and we're gonna we're gonna talk to him down around the bottom of the hour. I want to also talk a little bit about you know fishing with hand grenades. And I I know we talk about this, and maybe it's appropriate a, a segue from the Gulf of Mexico and dolphins into fishing with hand grenades. I noticed that the trend, and I'm going to base this, I'm going to tell you this, I, I base all my things on real experiences. We had a new customer in the shop this week, Arlene. Arlene had been going to one of the local Honda dealers, and this isn't a reflection on all dealers. This is just happens to be the way the one of the local Honda dealers around us operates. And she had gone in for a recall on her air conditioner on her 2018 Honda, and it 34,000-mile it, car, and she came out with a laundry list of you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this. Nice little, you know, grandma type lives around the corner from the shop, just moved to the neighborhood. She asked around. Somehow we have a good reputation. I can't figure out. I guess people like line. And, you know, she ended up in our doorway. And, you know, I looked the car over. And I always love to see that car come in from the dealer or from another shop where it's been getting, quote, unquote, service properly. There's four screws that hold the front lower splash shield in place but you have to lower the splash shield to get to the oil drain plug and the oil filter well two of those screws were missing one of the quick fasteners was missing which that's sort of a, a foul tip because i've seen those fall fall out too before that's not completely uncommon or impossible but the one that got me the one that always seems to get me that the honda dealers that i've had experience with seem to do is the drain plug gasket. I, I don't understand. And I, you know what? It's really not just Honda, but this was on a Honda, so I'm going to talk to that. I really don't understand why it's so difficult to change a drain plug gasket. When I have to put the drain plug, the engine oil drain plug in a vise and hammer and chisel the drain plug gasket off of it because it's so compressed and pounded on, something's wrong. Now if you look at any Honda service manual any service procedure Honda the manufacturer mandates they they specify they want drain plug gasket's changed every oil change. And and they're basing that on the oil pan's aluminum their steel threads it's a steel drain plug and the gasket is aluminum. And they have a specific torque that they want it, you know, so many inch pounds of torque to tighten it down to. And if you continue to use the old gasket over, you'll do what this drain plug gasket was doing. It compressed so hard and so far, you don't get accurate pull on it. And in time, you'll pull the threads out of the pan. There's also a, another trick to this, too, by the way, that um, there is, a, there are more than a few manufacturers of longer, they're about two threads longer, oil drain plugs that you can put put in the Hondas. And it gives more pull on the threads because the pans do get weak from time as they get older. But... Not changing a drain plug gasket, just, it's terrible. It doesn't make any sense. I think the point here becomes, and, th- you know, what I had said to Arlene, Arlene came in and we, we we had a nice little chat and I explained to her who we are and what we do. I didn't tell her everything. I don't really talk about the show at the shop. And I explained to her that, you know, she's been going, and this is my opinion, um, last time I checked, I'm still allowed to have that, that she's been going somewhere. She showed me the list of what they said she needed. And I said, you know, you're going somewhere where they're fishing with hand grenades. Every car that comes in drives over an alignment machine. Every car that comes in gets a checklist. Every car that comes in, they go through their service records and they try to make the upsell based on time and mileage without any consideration of how that vehicle is being operated. If they do 10 per hour per service, right, or tech, whatever the number is, if they do 10 per hour and they get five people to say, yes, that's a 50% success rate that goes above and beyond just the oil change they were doing. Now, I'm not saying cars that come in for oil changes don't need service and maintenance, but I have seen some extraordinary, I mean, extraordinary three-year-old cars that are flushing every fluid on the car with less than 30,000 miles on them, and the only thing they really end up doing is they're flushing the owner's wallet or pocketbook, whatever the case might be. I said to Arlene, I said, you know, there's, there's, there's two kinds of repair shops in my mind. And two types of customers. and You got to decide what do you want to be. Do you want to be a name or a number? And we had a nice little chat. She said, you know, I want to be a name. And I said, well, that's us. We're kind of a we want to know your name sort of shop. We're kind of like cheers, right? We want to know who you are and what you are. And when you walk in the door, we may not shout out Norm, but, you know, we're likely going to shout out. Hi, Arlene. You know, you know, by the way, the last time you were in, it was front break time or coming due and that kind of a thing. Know where you're going. Is the moral to the story as I as I close this segment before we go to the break? Know where you're going. Know who you're dealing with. You know it's just as important to deal with good people as it is to deal with a good shop. And you know you you don't want to go someplace where they're fishing with hand grenades. You don't want to go someplace where they've got the deck stacked against you by simple virtue. So many times I hear people say, "I don't trust the repair shop I'm going to," but yet they continue to go. And Arlene said, I've had enough, I stopped, and I'm looking for something better. You know what? There's something better out there. There's a lot of something betters out there. You just got to keep looking. Because if they can't change the drain plug gasket, they can't do the little things, what are they doing wrong on the big things? And that's the question. 855-560-9900. and The Car Doctor. We're coming back right after this. Don't
0: go away.
1: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then, shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.
2: Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com/slash metaverse impact.
3: There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex
1: What's more fun than listening to Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor and getting that car fixed right? 855-560-9900. Give Ron a call. Now, back to Ron.
5: Hey, let's get over and talk to Madeline in Middletown, New York. Madeline, welcome to the Car Doctor. How can I help?
6: Um, 2012, I purchased a 2013 Chevy Spark. Okay. I had it for nine years. I loved it. Um, in 2014, um, I'm driving on the highway, the car went out of gear, the drive neutral reverse and low went off the dash, I had no power. I coasted to the side of the road, shut it off, a couple of seconds later turned it on, it was fine. Went to the dealer, they told me they couldn't duplicate the problem, it didn't show up on the computer. So... I took it home and since that time it happened five more times. I would bring it in each time and each time they could not duplicate it. Then in 2016 Chevy came out with a technical service bulletin saying that some 2013 Chevy Sparks would um have an intermittent lack of power where the transmission would not shift. Right. And that's exactly what would happen. Right okay they say it only happened to the ones equipped with an 80-40 le automatic transmission which apparently i had um they said that there was a there was one they called it a pnp connector switch that i they had to change and then check spread terminals bent pins missing or damaged weather seal or signs of moisture intrusion.
5: And you want to know what that is?
6: after this bulletin... No, I know what it is. Oh, okay. After this bulletin came out, they fixed that car four more times. It happened four more times. And each time, they would change it, change it, change it. Well, this past year, I had to take a long trip. Didn't trust the car anymore. And I traded it in. In the interim, I wrote a letter to Mary Berra, the head of GM, and explained the whole situation. To my shock and surprise, I did get a call back from GM. Now, they said they couldn't do anything about it because I didn't have the car anymore, and they would give me a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty as a consolation prize. So my question is: Has anybody else had this problem? Apparently, it wasn't enough of a problem for a recall. Correct. And the the, the car still has the problem. Correct. It's, so it's it it wasn't enough. I don't enough. know if
5: you ever came up. Um, I've come across similar things, and you know, I'll 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 give you an example. Right now in the shop, I've got a 2014 Chevy Silverado pickup truck that. The customer's complaint is driving along on the highway with the cruise set at 55 miles an hour. If he puts a directional on and goes left or right, the cruise shuts off. I haven't been able to duplicate Uh, it. I haven't been able to duplicate it, but I was able to duplicate it because it's random. I did have the experience where it set a pile of codes because I drove it long enough and when I would flash to pass, when I would turn high beams to low beams and vice versa, I can get the cruise to turn off. So I've sort of got a similar problem. Now, I've got, I think I'm up to 49 miles on this truck. So I had to, I've had, had to drive it quite a bit. And I guess part of my point becomes, I think everything is repairable. Maybe they just didn't drive it enough, or they didn't assign a tech to it. You know, it's, it's also a case of how much does... You, does you, the customer, want to pay to put into it diagnostic-wise? Can I tell you what's wrong with that car exactly? Well, I- no, because I wasn't there, right? No. But I can tell you what diagnostic no. procedure should have been, if that makes sense. Go ahead. Um, it's just that you yeah. know somebody somebody should have driven that vehicle, and they should have tapped into the wiring and the connectors and the suspect components at different places and points in time, and, you know, started measuring and reading voltage. The question becomes, you know, what's the value of the vehicle? Is it worth the time? Because here's what I... And I know you're frustrated, and I feel your frustration, Madeline. And yes, the, 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 the 13, 14, 15 Sparks had all sorts of connector issues, transmission problems, just like this 14 and 15 Chevy Silverado pickups. They've had They have weak electrical systems. But my point becomes... That, you know, this is the wave of the future. If you think it was tough fixing that little spark, wait till we get into a 2019 or a 2020 and a 2021 and the newer vehicles and the vehicles that are on the drawing board. Everything is so predominantly connector-centric, I think is the word I want to use. They're so critical that they have good positive connection, that they have good positive components. I think the diagnostics of the future... Is, is going to be and I'm doing that with this Silverado is going through wiring verifying powers and grounds and making sure they're all good clean and tight and then sometimes you're going to have a car like yours where it's just going to take a little bit more to fix it sorry I couldn't do more for you Madeline I wish you still had the car I bet we could fix it but you know it's um, it's it's where I you're at right so. now <laughs> Yeah. what did you end up buying real quick can you tell okay, me okay Ron thank you you're very welcome Madeline you okay. be well I'm Ron Any, the car me? doctor Coming up next, Stephen Etheridge, Opus IVS. We'll talk to Stephen about a lot of things. Don't go away. We're back right after this.
0: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more.
1: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.
5: Welcome back, Ron. Needing the car doctor, you know, I couldn't ask for a better segue, and I'm I'm hoping Stephen heard the previous call, Madeline from Middletown with her 13 Chevy Spark. So let me uh, let me get Stephen up on the mic there. Stephen Etheridge, Opus IVS. How are you today, sir?
7: I'm doing great, Ron. How are you? All right. Did you um
5: Did you hear the previous caller? Did they log you in in, in, in enough time? Did you happen to hear Madeline talking I've... about her 13 Chevy Spark?
7: I did not.
5: Okay, so we just had a call. And, you know, I couldn't help but think how Opus would solve this, right? She had a 13 Chevy Spark. She doesn't own the car anymore because after nine years of trying to get it fixed, she just gave up and traded it in. She just got to the point where she couldn't trust the car. She had a 13 Chevy Spark that would, at random, just, you know, flash the park neutral drive, prindle lights on the dash would come on, go off, come on, go off and the car would have no power. It was if the transmission was neutraling. And every time she took it into right. the dealer, the dealer would say, well, there's no fault codes. We can't fix it, and we can never duplicate the problem. Then GM well, came Well,
7: there out. would be something in right. history.
5: Right. <laughs> there you go, right? And and,
7: yeah. and that know. would be where our guys would dig in, and go in with factory equipment or whatever was necessary in order to dig out the information in the right. car. Um, it sounds it sounds like you've got a a situation, yeah, you know, I mean it could range from anything from hardware, uh, software to a wiring problem or no a wiggle test is gonna give it up. But there's gonna be a telltale sign. Somewhere, and right. One of the guys one of the guys at Opus would be able to pick it pick it up and uh and, and, and
5: take it. Right. And and and, but, and that's kinda where I wanna start this conversation today, Stephen, because I think it's important. The no code, I've got a problem, no code diagnosis. It's it, it it is possible to fix those cars but it depends upon the diagnostic approach and it depends upon the equipment you're using and how you're going to get information that may not be readily apparent. Fair statement?
7: Fair statement. And yeah, you, there's a great deal of information that's not just on the front page.
5: Right. And you have to yep. kind of dig you have to do through, through it. Digging. Right. You know, one of the things I've learned about the Opus, if we can call it that, the IVS tool, is I love when you do a quick test, you have the option of, do you want to look at history codes? Do you want to look at codes that have been cleared? Do you want to look at codes that have not run this cycle? Do you want to just look at current faults?
7: And, yeah, you've got the mode three. Um, the zero A, which is permanent DTCs, those are DTCs held in memory. Anything that has to do with the emissions um, that sets a code will hold a code, even if you clear them. You've got mode seven, which is the pending, um, and then you've got the mode three that um, is the current and you know bright lit up in your face code. Right. But there's also you know there's also a backstory in there. This is a computer, so. I don't know if you've ever had a computer genius get on your uh, computer with you uh, remotely, but there's tell t- there's breadcrumbs. Yeah, and always. You can follow those yeah. breadcrumbs to a point, and, but and it takes a trained guy, somebody that's squared away at the table to know this vehicle and know the pattern failure. You got to, you know, think about it this way: if you've got a guy, the technician on the phone, and he's working in an office, and each of our three offices handles. Uh, about 900 phone calls per day. You're gonna see five or six of these sparks and it's not gonna be the only one with this issue.
5: Right, right. Well, and I think that's probably, you know, this is the future of auto repair. And, you know, Stephen, we've had this conversation before where we talk about it's so specialized now. Uh, what was the number you gave me the other day? We were talking about how you have to know so much. BMW. BMW. How many different yeah. models of
7: BMW are there? One hundred and thirty-nine. We stopped counting like hundred and thirty-five different models over the span of its produ- you know of BMW's production span, and even to, for one guy to be able to get to the point where he's even familiar with just that one car line, I mean all the ins and outs and all the little you know bells and whistles. It would be very, very difficult for a guy to be able to keep up with just the models that are in current production on the car today, let alone all the ones that uh, backfilled the production of the vehicle. Um, The big deal is we we had a guy, and just a short story, Um, a guy's a great BMW technician, probably one of our uh, superstars out there, partners in the field and he knew what was wrong with the car. He had a right rear wheel speed sensor code. He also had an SRS code, and he went after the SRS code first and replaced the airbag module, the seat belt latch on the driver's side, and um, the airbag module in the steering wheel, and the SRS module in the center console of the vehicle. Yet the code remained. So he puts in the support request, And one of our technicians, we've got a bunch of great ones out there, BMW, we've got Nelson, Brandon, all kinds of guys out there. But um, they reached in and he says, I know something about this. We ran into this before. And he went into the BMW current information and he couldn't find it. And so he went into his archive that he had on hand that he's downloaded and found out that the right rear wheel speed sensor works in conjunction with the inertia sensor in the SRS module. To determine where in the car and at what level to deploy the airbags, we instructed him to replace the right rear wheel speed sensor. The code went away. He installed all the original equipment, and the code stayed away.
5: And the car is fixed. But if
7: it hadn't been for that one guy that had that experience, you know, how how far fishing do you have to go before you start, you know, backing up and um, taking a rethink at this? But we get so focused in on it's an SRS code. Right. And we can't get our head out of that to think that what other systems might be involved,
5: well, and you know, I've said it for years, and this is no news flash to the listenership, but I always say, fix what you know is bad. You know, fix the problem Absolutely. that you can see and and stop focusing on what's broken and then tell me what's good on the vehicle. And I still see technicians making that mistake. I, you know, Stephen, I think the expression I want to hit you with here is, you know, bring a bigger, bring a bigger boat. I told you the story. I told them the story. I told you off air about how I was sea doing and I saw the dolphin fin and I said, I got to get a bigger sea do. And I thought about, I guess my, my go-to safety place was I started thinking about the shop and scan tools and would I ever see it again? And I thought about Opus and on the plane coming back. And I said, that would make a great interview about how Opus is the bigger boat. You know, where, where do you see these guys making mistakes? The shops that are just throwing part after part after part at the car and when it gets when it gets to my shop, I lift the hood and it looks like a parts cannon went off. And, you know, are, are they not trained? Are they just stubborn? Do they just not want to succumb to, you know, the common sense logic of where the industry is right now? What do you think the fault is?
7: I deal with a bunch of our partners in the field are um, exceptional. And the problem is that the there's two, actually, the, that's. The training doesn't come to your town. Um, And we service the entire United States, actually, the world, but that's another story for another time. But then the amount of information that's allowed out, if you don't do the digging and the forward searching, there's guys out there that do. Um, I've got a a bunch of partners that I deal with out here, the Steve Caruso's, Mike Anderson's, uh, you know, all kinds of different individuals. Uh, Mike McCarthy chimes in once in a while. But if you don't have the information and you don't have a training that disseminates that information, where do you get it? And I, I, I look at it from the standpoint of the problem with the technicians is they don't know what they don't know.
5: I love that saying. Every and, time you say
7: that, I chuckle.
5: <laughs> it, it just it just cracks and, me up.
7: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I mean, you go in and you swing and you swing and you swing, and it takes that outside guy to take a look in from the outside and say, well, you're, you know, too high with your bat by about two inches. Bring right. it down and you'll connect with the
5: ball. Yeah. You need a coach. And hey, Steven I'll tell you what. Sit tight, Steven sit, sit tight right there. Let me pull over and take a pause. When we come back, I want to pick up where we left off. I want to talk a little bit. If you can just touch on the electric car future and what do you think that's going to look like for the technicians and how they're going to deal with it and how they're currently dealing with it, anything you can shed, no pun intended, light on the situation. We'll have about five or six minutes. I'm Ron Aining, The Car Doctor. I'm here with Stephen Etheridge from Opus IVS, opusivs.com. We'll both be back right after this. Don't go away.
0: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
1: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then, shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.
2: explore more stories like dr strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact
3: there's plenty to celebrate in March and explore
4: Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
5: Welcome back. Ron and Nene, the car doctor. We're here talking with Stephen Etheridge of Opus, Opus IVS diagnostics and scan. Steven, let me throw you a curve. And you know I like to do this. Come on down. Do you think every vehicle is repairable?
7: Do, one more time. Do,
5: do you think every vehicle... Do you think there's an unfixable car out there?
7: I do not. Okay. Yeah, let's... Um, it, if you're talking about... Uh, one thing about Opus IBS and that's Intelligent Vehicle system or Support... Um, we come from a systematic diagnostic approach, and we hit the, the nail on the head here just a couple of seconds ago. The people don't come to your town. Where do you get the training? What if you, and you were talking about the bigger boat, what if you had the opportunity to make a phone call when that car hits your service day and ask for a guy, the bigger boat, to come in and give you some direction on a uh, diagnostic process before you entered into the diagnostic process with the car. You're gathering information, you do one thing and another. Half an hour later, a guy calls you up on the phone and he's fully fully um, articulate and very, very familiar with the vehicle and gives you a direct line to where to look. Right. Is right. that an education? And once they tell you where to look and how to address this problem, can they ever take that away from you? Nope. This is where Opus IVS shines. Because you not only get the, the service that goes with, and I tell all of our, uh, new partners in the field when they get one of the tools, but this, put the service request in first. When you get to the point where you made up your mind on which direction you're going to go, let the uh, a, one of our professionals reach out to you and direct him. They're either going to give you a pat on the back or they may tell you something you didn't know.
5: And, and what do you I, lose? And I think trying to find out, you know, as you say, you don't know what you don't know. Trying to find out what you need to know is the future for auto repair. In our in our in our last two minutes here, Stephen, talk a little bit about. You know uh, the future of diagnostics. Talk a little bit about. You know what I want you to talk about. We we had a great conversation. You got to do it in sixty seconds though. About the California bar, (laughs) California and and the software. Um, I want you to just touch on that real quick. Can you can you inform the listeners what's going on in California now?
7: Sure. The the new software that we have employed is uh, looking for. data that does not a data mismatch. So they've got 16 million cars a year that they smog test, and they've got this huge database of what these test IDs should look like. And so when you bring in the uh, whatever you're making model, what test group that car is, it should have this many monitors, this many PIDs, should have this calibration ID should have this and that and the other thing if it doesn't match, you're denied a certificate of compliance. And so you can't get your car registered. Now, the guy that puts in a PCM that doesn't fit that vehicle, maybe it's a Sierra and goes into a Tahoe and he takes a donor PCM, and puts it in the car. Now it won't support the software that is supposed to go into it. it. doesn't have the right amount of monitors or any of a number of other things, um, but Cal ID and all the rest of the things, this thing is identifying as a Yukon when it is in fact a Sierra, this car does not pass smog. So. For a technician, how are you going to know this? You can go to the summary tables. You can go after it and try to dig it all out, or you can have Opus IBS call, log in, or we also have RAP remote assisted programming, and we also have ADAS, and we also have ScanSafe and DriveSafe. We're covering all areas
5: of and, and, and uh,
7: whether it's uh, Opus diagnostics on anything you need on the car.
5: Opus could fix that mismatch software problem.
7: Absolutely, we can identify what the PCM number should be that will support the software, so you can get that in it, and then we can put the factory software right in. Crazy stuff. And there are a few exceptions. I'm not going to say it's going to, you know, blanket fix everything that you got. You're going to have some car that comes in there that isn't going to make it. But
5: but but, uh, the the odds are right. The odds are you can fix it, Stephen. I got to leave it there. Where can the listeners get more information? Real quick, give the website one time, brother.
7: Opus IBS is going to Opus IVS, Intelligent Vehicle Support, um, and, or uh, give Ron a call, and he'll get you my phone number. <laughs> you
5: don't want to do that. you will be talking to everybody. <laughs> Stephen, we'll catch up during the week. Thanks for taking the time. I'll talk to you again real soon. you be well. It's my privilege. Thank we, you for having uh, me. Uh, you're very welcome. Anytime, brother. I'm Ron Ananey and the car doctor, 855 I'll be back right after this.
1: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com.
5: Anyway, can uh Stephen Etheridge talk around in the car doctor welcome back. Can Stephen Etheridge talk or what? I mean that guy is a fountain of information. It's just uh and 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 keep in mind Opus is cutting edge right there. They're the tip of the sword and it's something technicians need now and they're going to need for the future. And it's I love what Stephen said and we have these conversations all the time he and I uh, with regards to you've got to bring out the biggest diagnostic gun right away because i think you have to get into the habit of using it because it helps you build a better diagnostic routine as a technician it's just it's just really that important so um uh, we'll see where this goes you know what it's we need everything we can possibly get our hands on to fix cars and uh, i thought it was timely that we spoke to madeline prior to that interview where she said the dealer couldn't find anything wrong with the vehicle I knew it, Stephen knew it there are things in the computer there's bits and pieces of information in the computer that let you, you know find what you're looking for you just can't go first layer you got to kind of burrow down it's in there you've just got to get to that information it's just it's just really that important so uh just a good timely interview and a good timely call prior to that so i thought it was a great segue um i enjoyed myself i want to say thank you to everybody for being here today and uh, till the next time that we get together as always i want you to remember i'm in the car doctor reminding you Um, This time, each time, every time, for a great time. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya.
1: Rev up your automotive care with Amazon. For DIY projects and regular vehicle maintenance, Amazon Automotive makes finding the right parts for your car easy. You can use your garage to easily view, manage, and use the Automotive Parts Finder to find parts for your saved vehicles. Just add your vehicle's details to your Amazon garage. Then, shop with confidence using Amazon's Part Finder to explore compatible parts and accessories and receive customized recommendations. Get started today at Amazon.com